Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are talking about relationships today. I'm really excited because I'm with my beautiful girlfriend, partner, as I call her. I think that's an introduction we use when we meet people. But we're talking about relationships because I have a lot of people that message me and ask about it. And I have had an incredible growth with myself within it. It's quite an issue or not an issue, an area that I've spent a lot of time and effort working on me for it so I can be better for the person I'm with when I'm older. And yeah, I thought we'd get into it and have fun and actually have a chat together. So this is going to be a very honest and a very transparent conversation. So this could go anywhere. So I'm kind of nervous to see where we go. We could talk about sex. We could be talking about fantasies. We could talk about life goals, talking about how we met and uh, talking about having tough conversations together. So this is going to be fun. So for the people that don't know you, Georgia, who are you in, um, in, in a 30 second rundown? Um, I'm Georgia. I am 22. Um, I train at... Just turned 22 a couple yeah. of days ago. I train at PLC Northgate in Brisbane. Um, so I come down here like half the week to spend time with Lewis. Um, I am a model, full-time influencer and singer. How the hell did you get stuck with me? Because you got cute ears. Cute ears. Oh my God. I have huge <laughs> ears for people that don't know me. Well, she also has big ears too, so we can play around hey, with that. Hey, they're not that big. Yes, they are. They're they just big. stick out. Yeah, so do mine. So, Our kids are screwed. So... Guys, first thing I guess we we'll go through, I guess how we met, and this is not even before we met. This is it's quite ironic. I actually did a podcast yesterday with a friend on her podcast, and we spoke about relationships. I'm kind of going to be um, repeating myself a little bit, but something that's really massive for me that I've realised, and looking at relationships from my parents when I was growing up, they had quite a um, a um, drama filled one. They they split when I was quite young. They always had issues, even to this day. Uh, friends and family, their relationships growing up through school. I come from a football background and my mates always cheated on their girlfriends. They were always unfaithful to them. They didn't treat them very nicely. So I had a really, growing up, I didn't have the best exposure to what relationships are meant to be like. So it created really bad beliefs around relationships for me. So before I dived headfirst into one, I spent a lot of time looking deep within myself, working on me, but then starting to ask questions that I know a lot of people don't actually ask before they jump into one. Things about like, what are my goals long-term? Do they match the person I'm looking to get with? What are my needs as a human for a relationship? And can that person fulfill that? Because I find a lot of people, they just dive in headfirst into a relationship based on how good looking someone is, based on that they met them out one day at a bar and they end up sleeping with each other and then they just kept doing it. And then they somehow started dating. Now they've got a couple of kids together. But then at one point, they kind of have a bit of a realization like, holy shit, is this actually the person I'm meant to be with? So what I really did for me is I started to look at those things before I even started consciously looking for a partner. And I wasn't actually looking for one actually. Um, but what, what I would like to share is something I learned from Tony Robbins in a podcast he did around the same subject is that he had, he has like a bit of a checklist that he goes through when he's looking for like, he uses the example of like recruiting someone for his business, but it's the thing that he sees a lot of people struggle with when they get a partner is they don't actually look for the bigger, the sort of make or break um, things. And step one, it's always is number one, can this person fulfill the job of being in a relationship with you? Because for example, some people have different needs than others. Some people are quite sexually active. Some people aren't. Some people like to go out and do things outdoorsy. Some people like to be hermit crabs at home. Some people, and if they can't actually fulfill that, the thing you're looking for in a partner, then you're not going to really be fulfilled in it. Does that, am I making sense? Yeah. What's your take on that, what I was just saying? Oh, yeah, I completely agree. I never used to do that with any of my past relationships, and I was always wondering why we were disagreeing. Like, for example, I was seeing a guy last year, and it just wouldn't work because he was very much introverted, didn't like 
you know, socialise with people. I, I like to talk a lot. And I, when we would go over, he would just want to stay inside and watch movies all day. And I'm like, I want to go do things. Like, I want to go for a hike. I want to go to the beach or, like, that sort of stuff. And we were just completely opposites and like our needs like I'm a very touchy person and he was very he might like, I'm he a valued. very touchy person <laughs> I, I can fulfill that very easily like for me I show all my love and affection through touch and he was very much like not that that was like his lowest value so like I would want like always be wanting affection and he would never give it and it would cause a lot of issues so I think that stuff's really important I only really learned about it all like seven months ago. Yeah, cool. Love that. So that was, I guess, the first thing I, I've now looked for is like, okay, well, can this person fulfill the job of what I'm looking for? And if Tony re- related it to like a business, so say you're hiring someone for a job, like an accountant, can this person do the job of an accountant? Can he physically not have the skill to do it? And then the second part is, can this person do it long term? Because anyone can force themselves to do something short term. Like you could get someone who's very like people are intended to do your accounting, but if they're going to just be talking to people all day long and not crunching the numbers, they're not someone who's going to naturally want to do it. So the next part is, can this person do it long-term? Can they actually, are they forcing themselves, like to use the example you use, that person who didn't like being touched or be touchy, that person could force themselves to do that at the start, but if they don't actually enjoy it, it's like working a job that you don't love. You can force yourself to do it at the start, but if you don't actually fucking love it and enjoy it, you're not going to be wanting to do it long-term. So that's the second part. The third part is, is the bigger goals in life. And the big one of the bigger ones is around kids and family because he uses an example in the podcast I'm referring to is that he has this couple where the the girl was like, I can't wait to have kids. We're going to have them the next one to two years. And then he spoke to the partner. He's like, I never want fucking kids. It's the worst nightmare of my life. It's like, even if they get along really well, but their goals are completely conflicting, you're always going to have issues because one person's going to want to settle down and have kids while the second other person's wanting to go out and I don't know, build a business, travel or whatever they want to do. So I, get, I think a big massive thing that a lot of people don't get clear on is like, are your goals somewhat aligned? And when I say this, you don't have to be hundred percent. There's going to be flexibility. Like you might want to travel a little bit more than one person, but the sort of make or breaks for you, like the make or break for me, I definitely want kids in the future. So if, say you, Georgia didn't want to ever have, want to have kids. This probably isn't going to be a long term fit for each other. But from what I know, you want kids still. Oh yeah. You can put up with me for now. <laughs> but from what I know, George, if you wanted them a little bit earlier. Or you oh. would you wouldn't mind if you had them earlier. I wouldn't mind if I had them earlier, but I think at like right now, five six years is kind of when I want them, which is kind of the same as you. I want to set myself up financially, travel a bit. Sweet. And exactly what you just said then, they're very similar to me. So people that follow me, they, you guys know I'm very like head down, bum up work-wise and I have been for the last couple of years. Like my plan is to really set myself up in the next sort of two, three, four, five years so then I can have an abundance of time and financial resources to do whatever I want. Then I can be an incredible partner and, um, and um, parent for my kids. So the sort of make or break things for you, whatever that may be, it might be career fo- focus, it might be travel focus. You might be someone who never wants to have a kids or set don't have family and be a gypsy and travel the world for the rest of your life then I would suggest not get into a relationship with someone who wants to stay home be a mum and have 20 kids like that's you're just going to be fucking head, butting heads every single um, day so it's figuring out what are the make or breaks for you and then making sure you're you're actively or uh, intentionally having those conversations before you get into it because again I'm going back I'll keep going back to it so many people dive in head first without having a big conversation about it and I remember we've had these chats like yeah. look Georgia for the next couple of years I don't want to have kids I don't want to like I don't want to settle down I want to very much build the empire I'm building I'll, I don't have much time so I'm not going to be 
staying in bed cuddling five hours a day and watching movies I'm going to be building the businesses and, and I'm, going to be, I'm going to be hustling for the next five years are you okay with that and you're like that's amazing I'd love to support you mm. I'm like sweet okay tick and then you get to like little things like what foods do you like you might like different foods like, I like to eat way more than you do yeah so like I fast all the time she doesn't she likes to eat but that's that's not a make or break for me like she can do whatever the fuck she wants like for me get clear on what are the really sort of make or break things for you and then and for people that are in a relationship right now and you feel like you're not in the right one if so far they're not ticking any of the boxes that they don't do the job you're after. They can't do it long term because they again it's not it's that sort of nature versus nurture type of thing. If if their nature doesn't allow them to do a job long term, or if their goals aren't aligned with you, then you might have to have a tough conversation and look at okay, well, is it worth just sort of sort of holding on to this the scraps of what you've got left of the like the scraps of love that you get here and there or is it worth just cutting those ties and moving on and finding someone that you're meant to be with and there might be kids and houses and shit involved with that but any of that shit you can work through there's there's solutions to every problem that you would have thought of straight away so um those are the main steps and then the last one that he has step four is do your needs and this comes back to the six human needs that i know you're getting more clear on um but if you guys haven't heard of it before just Google it, the six human needs, and you'll, you'll have a look through it. And he says your six human needs need to be somewhat similar. For example, I'll run you through it real quickly. The six human needs, number one is love slash connection. Number two is significance. Uh, one, uh, three, certainty. Four is uncertainty. Five is growth. And six is contribution. Now, we've all got these things that we want to have, like what is our higher need? Like for me, I'm very growth-orientated and very love-orientated. Yeah. So I love to have a cuddle. I'm quite a lovey-dovey person, but I love to grow. I love to listen to books. I love to go to events. I love to do... And I love to become a better version of me. And if, say, my partner was very certainty-driven and very significance-driven, where they want to do the same thing over and over again and not grow, and they and then everything's always about them and they don't, they don't want to give any love or connection, then that's not going to work either. Even if they've got the right goals, even if they can um, I know, do the job of what you're looking for, if at their core, they don't share the same energy as you, the same beliefs as you, it's not going to work out. So, and again, from what I know, what do you think yours are anyways? I know you're still learning about them, but what do you think yours are? My lowest is definitely... It used to, like, certainty used to be a high one for me, but as I've grown as a person, certainty nice. is now one of my lower ones. My nice. highest is definitely love and connection. Beautiful. And growth is up there. I think for me, significance is cool. a high Sweet. one. Yep. It's kind of like there, but I think definitely love connection and growth. Beautiful. Significance are my top three. And you can sort of hear, and I know we're sort of just sort of speaking off the cuffs here, but you can hear they're quite similar. They're not exactly the same. They don't need to be the same. But if you've got polar opposites, then you've got a big challenge. Like if yours is, say, um, certainty and, sorry, say yours is like growth and contribution Mm -hmm. where you want to grow a lot and love a lot and contribute a lot and your partner's is certainty and significance then you're just going to like never going to get along because you're always going to be completely polar opposite you're going to want out and grow and change the world and give back and love on people while the other person wants to be wants to stay very still and small and not grow and everything has to be about them they always have to be the significant person so again that's going to cause conflict so i just sort of wanted to talk you through how i caught it i did a lot of this sort of internal looking into me and some i guess pre-work until I went into looking for someone because I didn't want to end up with and I, and this this is quite funny because this podcast probably like say knock on wood we turn to shit this is going to be a, a great lesson to look back and do it or it might be holy shit we're actually kind of kind of right about it so um because whether we break up or not 
it's this is still the mindset I've gone into just to increase the probability because nothing in, in life's 100%. But I feel by doing these things before we get into it, by actually looking into it, because if you look into like the education system, we don't get taught any of this shit. It's how to make work out the size yeah, of a fucking triangle. Yeah, get me started yeah. on the education system. Yeah, we say very similar. It. We have very similar beliefs around that. So, yeah, we don't get taught this how to construct and how to d- develop and how to become a better person and how to find the right partner versus just oh she's got nice tits or a big ass. Let's go after that. And then again, there's no pre work that goes into it. So. We can kind of move past the topic now, but before I went looking or before I even considered having a relationship, I wanted to do some pre-work before I got into it. So I did a lot of books, a lot of podcasts, a lot of coaching, a lot of conversations around this. A high, high suggestion and recommendation for you guys is to go onto Tony Robbins podcast. So write Tony Robbins relationship podcast, and he's got a ton of them on there. And also read the book, The Way of the Superior Man. That is incredible. Not just for men, also for women as well. Um, But just start to look into more of yourself. And also, the last part before we move on, is I did a lot of work on my own stuff. I had a lot of insecurities. I had a lot of challenges. I have a lot of issues I never worked on. I took the time because I I hadn't had a partner since I was 17 years old. So I was single for five, almost six years. And for a person on the Gold Coast, a young dude on the Gold Coast where I'm around girls all the time doing what I do for work, that's not a very common thing to, to happen. So for, for me, but I didn't want to go do that because I knew I wasn't ready for one. I wasn't going to get into a relationship where I could only give 50% of who I am. And obviously we've got the argument that no one's ever perfect. You're never a hundred percent, but I still didn't believe I was at the level where I could love and care and give to someone to the level that I, that I felt I had to. So I took the time to do things like Kerwin Ray, do things like Tony Robbins, do things like um, like NLP to really uncover and work on my own shit so I could go then give that back to others. Because you see people, they get into a relationship, it turns to shit, they'll break up with them, they'll go find another person, it turns to shit, they'll break up with that person, go find another one, it turns to shit, break up with them. And you just keep bouncing around to all these relationships. And that, and what most people, they always blame the other person. They're like, oh, they were wrong. They they always blame the other person, but the common factor in all of those relationships is you. You're the person who hasn't worked on your daddy issues or your mummy issues or your body image or your whatever it is. And this might hit home for some people. It might it might tingle a little bit, but that's my encouragement to do so. And if you're in a relationship right now and you're still working on that stuff, there's nothing wrong with that, but just make sure you are consciously working on it. And we actually had a vulnerable yeah. conversation yesterday. Last night. Where, last night, where George has got some insecurities she's working on. And there's nothing wrong with that as long as you're consciously going to work on it. So she's going to date with Destiny, going to UPW. I'm doing Tony Robbins coaching. She's paying for a Tony Robbins coach. Like she's consciously working on it because then this is a, we had a pretty big chat yesterday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bit of tears came out. But I said, look, if you don't, if you, if you're the person I'm with, and I'm saying obviously yourself, if the person I'm with isn't willing to grow and become a better person, I'm going to outgrow them and it won't last. Mm. So I get it. You've got challenges. So do I. Let's work on them together. So, and you've already, and that's, and I know you're already doing that. I will just kind of reemphasize in it. So I kind of lost track of where I was going, but before we, before I got into a relationship, we'll move on after this now, before I got into one, I did a lot of pre-work. I worked on me. I worked on my own shit, got rid of a lot of the baggage I had around my dad, around my mom, around my upbringing, around the things I experienced. And then I also looked into, okay, well, what makes a relationship successful? I looked up to people like Tony Robbins. He's got an incredible relationship and he, 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 um, coaches relationships at a high level. So I looked into his content. I'm like, okay, fuck, that makes so much sense. And if you were to ask yourself, did you do that before you got your partner? 95, even 99% of people wouldn't have done that. They wouldn't have said like, okay, well, what do I need in a partner? And, I, and that's from a 
energetic, a sexual, a I know uh, a loving, whatever you need in a relationship. Like for me, to be transparent with you guys, I'm a very sexual person. I love, I've got a fucking big sex drive, and I like to. I've got a lot of sexual energy to get up, give off. If imagine if I got in a relationship with someone who's like asexual and doesn't never wants to have sex. That for me isn't going to fucking work. But luckily, I've got Georgia, <laughs> and she's got quite a high sex drive as well, and we have a bit of fun. But like that, and I know that might sound a bit cringy for some of you guys, but that's a big part for me. Yeah. Because I remember right. I had I had a partner. Uh, back when I was in high school, like when I was like 17 and she never wanted to do it. And that really frustrated me because that's what I needed from someone. So again, just being upfront and honest from the get go can prevent these challenges 20 years down the track. So I did that. Um, step one was, like I said, I figured out what did I need? No, go back one more step. I worked on my own shit. I then figured out what do I need out of a relationship? And then I, I didn't go out fucking on dates intentionally, but I knew what I was looking out for. I knew what the signs were. I knew what I had to ask before we got started. Mm. I remember on our second date, you were so adamant that you did not want a relationship for like five, six years. And like you had that tough conversation with me. I think it was after we went to the arcade. Yeah, and I destroyed you at the arcade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that, yeah. (laughs) And we had that conversation then, and that was, what, six months ago? Yep. Just kind of kept being annoying around you. For, for someone who, from what I just heard, what was your experience with it? Like the real life version of what I just said, like how did I chat to you about it? When did we chat about it? Like when did, like from what I just said, can yeah. you see how that happened? Like what yeah. I just said, how I was working on me, obviously, you know, I'm doing that already, but like the things that we, those conversations we had, like, look, this is my goal. I don't want this. Yeah. Just you said yet. it so, like two dates in. So we'd only known each other for like a week. Yeah. And you said it like you had that conversation with me straight away so that you, that I didn't have high expectations about, you cool. know, about it, that I wasn't going to get hurt going into it. Cool. And you're pretty upfront and clear. Sweet. Was it weird having that opposed to your old partners that you've had? It was very weird, but I was very grateful that you were honest about it. And I just kind of had to come to terms with that because I was wanting a relationship at the time. And then yep. I was like, that's okay. I can just work on myself and I like being around you and your energy. So I just decided to keep seeing you. I love that. You've had to put up with me since then. Yeah. I love that. So I guess let's go back to, so that's the pre-work guys. And now I guess we'll go into a little bit, I guess, how we sort of operate day today and how we, how we, how we do things. But um, how do we meet? Tell us, give me your version. Cause I've been doing most okay, of the talking here. So how do we meet? I give, the, of, give the honest, funny version. So I kind of like knew kind of who you were, but I remember one day you sent, you added me on Facebook and you sent me a message on Facebook being like, have an amazing day and a smiley face and I was like oh that's a bit like random no one really messages people on Facebook and I just yeah. thought it was really cute and then after that I followed you on Instagram and they just kind of started messaging you a bit we got to talking and then what was it what was the side and for guys that haven't checked out George yet she's got a lot of followers very very good looking lady and just the context in that I found her on Instagram I saw her through a post someone tagged her and something I looked at her and I said there's no way she's even going to see my message so I didn't message her and that was for about a month. Then about a month later, I, added, I said, you know what? Why don't I mess her on Facebook? She might reply to that. So I added, found her on Facebook, added her, and sent her a message there because I thought she might reply to it. So, yeah, that was just the context. So for the guys that see people, girls with heaps, all these followers, like going through my head, I was like, fuck, she's probably got thousands of guys hitting her up every day, which she still kind of does get that every single day. So I was like, fuck, I'm going to start. First of all, I don't stand a chance. She's probably getting all these messages anyways, and she probably won't even see the message. So what's the point? That's what went through my head. So... We started talking. What else happened after that? Um, <laughs> so we started talking, talking about everything. I'm a very, very blunt and open person. So we started talking about, you know, our goals and like sexual stuff. And I like sent videos from my photo shoots and things. And then 
I ended up inviting you over one night. Tell us the honest version of what happened. So I, you basically were like, you basically said you would, like I live in Brisbane, you said you would drive and come see me and I, and I didn't believe you. So I didn't think anything. And then you're like, no, I'm coming. And so I had like 45 minutes to get ready. You came over, we had sex. And then after that, you're like, I'm Lewis, by the way. And then you spent the night and then, yeah, it just kind of went from there. It was, yeah, it was really funny. Like, because we kind of like, <laughs> Kind of jumped straight to the, the fun part. Yeah, literally, like, you walked through the front door, went to my room, and then I was, like... Straight into straight it. Into and then after that joke, oh, by the way, my name's Lewis. Like, as a joke, <laughs> yeah. it was really funny. So, um, yeah, and then what was it... Um, I guess what were the bigger points for us? We started, obviously, hanging out a little bit, and we had those honest chats along the way, like, look, this is what I'm doing, this is my goal, I'm, I don't have an abundant amount of time to quote have a relationship because I was very much back then still in the mindset I don't want one because yeah. in my head I was like I saw the things I working on the stuff like from again my mum and dad not having a great one and my friends and family not having great ones so I was still very much not bought into the idea of having one because I in my head I'm like if I get one it's going to take away time and energy to do what it is that I want to do but I had those chats with you and you still stuck around <laughs> which was cool um, I thought it would have scared you off um, and then I guess just hanging out we just started obviously going on dates hanging out a little bit more having really deep chats and getting to know you a little bit more um, and then I guess one day I was had the feeling that I thought I'd ask you out I thought it was really cute the way I did it I thought yeah, it was, was. funny well, uh, but you actually told me that you loved me before you even got into a relationship how cute was that it was cute yeah and but I, I, I knew from like new years onwards that that's how i felt about you i love that but i was way too scared to tell you if you could because i guess you've had oh we've all we've had a couple partners before this what's been like the biggest difference between how this one's going so far and again it's so far so good but it's only six months into it since us i guess seen each other but so far, what's been the biggest difference between this now and your mindset and things we do on a regular basis or just what's the biggest difference from this one and what's happened in the past? It's just so easy. Like, I don't have to try to do anything. Like, everything just comes naturally. How? If that makes sense. So, like... How and why? I can like, just give, be give completely content. myself. Like, in past relationships, I felt like I had to look pretty all the time. I had to be this person and I don't feel that need around you. I can just be... Like, I'm very weird. Oh, very weird. She farts all the time. <laughs> like, I can just see myself and, like, you do the Brushing stuff. Brushing my teeth and just takes a dump in the background. <laughs> it's funny. I love it. Keep going. Like, that sort of stuff. I don't know. It just feels effortless and like, why to be do you around feel, you. Why do you feel like that? But I think why why do you got, feel that is? I think because our energies are so alike. So, like, in, even in the past six months that I've known you, like, my mental health has completely... Growing like I've been introduced. I didn't even know what a podcast was eight months ago. Like I've now been introduced you, this to is all of be that. Our second one, yeah, second. Second one, yeah. Like I started listening to podcasts, doing, looking at Tony Robbins. Like I've spent fifteen hundred dollars in Tony Robbins events. Now all this sort of personal growth stuff that I didn't even know about. My training has been so much better. I've been pushing myself physically and mentally, and I just feel like I'm a happier person now. Nice. And I don't feel like insecure around you or anything like that. I fucking love that. Let's get into the juicy one. Let's talk about OnlyFans. <laughs> this is going to be fun. So I and I, I know you get messages all the time yeah. about it. And oh, some, yeah. some people have asked me, but I don't really give a shit. But I get a lot of people being like, how the hell is your boyfriend okay with that? Yeah. So for people that don't know what OnlyFans is, give us the give us the generic answer you give to someone and then give us like a more detailed mm-hmm. version of it. So okay. if I said, Georgia, what the fuck is OnlyFans? What would you say? So it's a subscription-based website where you can pay a fee per month to subscribe to a user, me, and I 
post uh, photos in there yeah. um, all sorts of stuff and then I send out private messages that you can pay to purchase yeah um, and it's topless content cool sweet so it's essentially like yeah like I said topless content so you get to see the goods which I get to see, see. You get to see the titties and people pay for it so yeah. and for your uneducated your immature version what would they say it is they'd say it's porn correct which I disagree yeah but it's still part of the adult industry, which but, is fine. Yeah. So, and people say like, and I, I've heard I've people mention oh, prostitution, porn, and all, all these stupid words get thrown out there. Um, so, re- for, like for context, yep. I don't show anything uncensorable at the waist. It's all just, I only do topless. Yep. I do like videos and stuff. A lot of my, I, I do a lot of nude modeling. Yep. Uh, so I do a lot of shots from that and then just regular stuff. Yep. Love it. Like twerking, that sort of, Get just like. Up. And I get the uncensored version, which is great. You so, have to take the videos. <laughs> yeah, I've taken a couple of them, which is good. So essentially, it's like uncensored photos and videos. Yeah, That's just, what I can't post on Instagram. Yeah, the things that she would post on Instagram and get blocked for, she gets to post it there, and people pay for it. That's yeah. essentially it. Now, what's been, I guess, because you've got friends that do it as well, and their partners aren't okay with it. Oh, yeah. So how come you find some people aren't okay with it? I think it's an insecurity thing, honestly, when it comes to, I mean, I think... For you, you find it hot that other it. guys are like so into me and stuff because you're like, yes, you're mine. Yeah. But I think a lot of guys don't even want guys even looking at their partners. Yeah. And it's, it, I think it's an insecurity and jealousy thing. Yeah. And it's an issue that they haven't dealt with because I'm just like, well, they're not cheating on you. How is it affecting 100%. anyone? So that's my personal take on it. Cool. And my personal take is uh, pretty much the same thing. Like the people that are got an issue with it or get a judgmental or attack from it. Like I won't go into the talk of the ego. I've got that podcast where you tell and go mm. listen to that. But it's, um, yeah, it's just, it's just you're an insecurity popping up. You're getting whatever is sparking that ego to pop up. Yeah. Your ego is protecting you from something. It it's protecting like, you from something that you haven't dealt with yet. It'd be like me getting insecure because you're around women all day at the gym and you're yeah. talking to clients. Yeah. And I'm quite a touchy person. I like yeah. to give my clients a hug, and a hug and a kiss on the cheek. Like I, I'm a very huggy person. But if I was with someone who wasn't okay with that, then I'd say, look, this isn't going to work. Yeah. Like, you're going to have to work on yourself to be okay with that. I'm not saying get to the point where you're okay with your partner just sleeping with people. That's not the case. That's not what I'm getting down to the path of. But I guess for I, the reason why I'm okay with it is like, it's like, I look at it, it's like a movie star. Movie star people sometimes have sex scenes, scenes and nude scenes making out scenes it's like that's their job that's what they do like you do photo yeah, shoots it's literally my job you do photo shoots with like guys and stuff like that it's like I don't give a fuck about it I just don't care not anymore yeah, um, we're doing one yeah we're gonna do one actually we're gonna do like a bit of a photo shoot so you've heard it here first no one really knows about that but we are gonna do like a bit <laughs> of a photo shoot together so yeah that's why I'm okay with it because it's like first of all you're making really good money you're you're setting doing what setting myself up you're setting yourself up we're going to be putting into investment funds and stuff together which is cool which, which is again this this all fits into my high values of what I want to do business yeah. making like, money and all that stuff so. I know OnlyFans is not going to be around forever so I'm hustling now making all this money and I have the luxury now that I was able to quit my day job yep. and now I can do I have so much more free time so I do TikTok as well and I'm starting a YouTube channel yep. so I can have four different social media platforms to have it all coming through 100% so I'm just like I'm making my money now investing it saving it so I'm going to be investing into property end of the year cool love it Um, so that I can have some passive income coming in and then we'll probably start my own business Cool. In a year or two. I can't wait to watch that. Be, help you out with that. So, I guess for the people that 
have heard of it or seen of or don't even know what it is essentially unscented content and the reason why a lot of guys get because I've got um, Georgia has some really good friends that might have been listening to this who their partner isn't okay with them doing it I would look at that partner and say and have an honest chat and be like okay well why aren't you okay with it and if you ask enough questions and dig deep enough it's just going to come back to them yeah if you're un- if you're not okay with it you're just insecure that's all it is and I mean it's just one of those things that you have to look at it as at your relationship what you guys are comfortable with yeah so if you and me like I actually asked you if you were okay with it before I even started my I told you to start yeah you told me I said Georgia you should start this and, and make some fucking money let's do it I think it just comes down to the fact that like if your partner isn't comfortable with it and it might be their own insecurity thing it's yep. just up to you to decide whether that's you value that more if you value 100% that more you just have to be what, find what makes you comfortable yep. in your relationship I love that I guess, is there anything else or any tips or tricks or anything that you want to share that's a part of our relationship so far or anything you want to say to someone who may be struggling with one or struggling to find one or struggling in one? Is there anything that you want to share from what you've learned? From what I've learned about us is that if you have an issue with something or if something bothers you, bring it up straight away. Ooh, that's a big one. Was that? That's what I did yesterday with yeah, you. Yeah, you did. Yeah, it was good. It was good Because even though it might cause a little bit of tension, it's so much better than like overthinking it and dwelling it like three days and then having it turn into a massive fight like I don't think we've, we've only really had one bigger big fight yeah but any other type of disagreement like if you've got like last weekend yeah like we just bring it up straight away yeah. and just solve it and move on for anyone that knows me relatively well you know a big thing of me is open and honest mm. communication conversations and stuff so yeah I to echo what you just said like whatever if they do something very small whether it just be like there was something yeah, like you said last weekend like uh, Georgia said something to her mum actually and it, she didn't even realise that it didn't sit well with me so I told her in the moment oh 10 seconds later and said, hey, the way you said that or what you said, I'm not going to go into the details of it, but she said something I said, look, that really irritates me and pisses me off the way you said that. Please don't say stuff like that ever again. Is that okay? It's like, oh shit, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize. I was actually doing it because I, I thought that was a good thing. Yeah. No, babe, that's <laughs> for me. I don't like that. And that's done, sorted, yeah. move on. Rather than, oh, fuck, that pissed me off. Then I go, I won't tell her what it is for two months. And then she does it another five times in that time. And it makes it even worse. And I have to have this big explosion at yeah. the end. And, and she doesn't even know the whole time what she's doing. And like, I could already tell by body language thing myself. I think we're both pretty good at picking up from yeah. when we're... Like, what the fuck's wrong? A little... So- so, yeah, I think that would be my, my honest, that was going to be my tip as well, is just get, get a lot better at having honest conversations and learning to have them sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. There might be things where you're in public, you might not be able to do it mm-hmm. in that moment. As soon as you get that opportunity, whether that be when you get home or on the car drive or whatever, in a safe environment, the biggest tip is regulate so you can get a, a rid of as much emotion as you can and learn to come from a neutral space um, and just have a, have a, we call it a open conversation or a courageous conversation hey babe hey honey hey darling whatever words you guys use this is something I would like to bring up it's been on my mind for a little bit or you did this the other day or something that I've been thinking about for a very long time and I just want to have an honest conversation with you are you okay with that and that might be along the path if you've gone to a point within this podcast where you realize shit I'm with the wrong person you're going to have to rip that band-aid off sooner rather than later because and this is a good point and I'll finish on this when it, when you're with the wrong person View it like this. For if you know within your heart, if you can look at yourself in the mirror and, and be honest with yourself and be, I am with the wrong person right now, and that's the answer that you come to, just ask yourself the question, is the person that I'm with the right person I'm meant to be with? And you'll, you'll have the answer within, like, within seconds. You'll have it instantly. If that answer is no, 
every second you're with that person, every minute, every moment, every hour you're with that person, that you are taking away their opportunity to go out and find the person that they're meant to be with. It's literally like the guy I was seeing last year. Like I just ripped the bandit off and ended it. We were not right for each other. And now like if I hadn't have done that, I never would have met you and he never would have met his current girlfriend and he's so happy and his depression is better and all that sort of stuff and we're both just better people for it. 100%. And I look at that experience and I have no regrets from any of my exes because I feel like you learn a lot from people. You learn every single time. But if I hadn't have had um, ended it when I did, even though it was so hard, then neither of us would be in the happy relationships we are now. So think of it this way. By you not breaking up or leaving that relationship, you're actually costing both of you your happiness and your life and your future. So think of it that way. I hope you enjoyed, guys. This was a bit of a weird one. I didn't know if we were going to do this and where this was going to go. We could have gone so many other ways. Sex positions, sex wants and all that stuff, but we didn't do that today. But... Guys, I hope you had fun. I hope you enjoyed it. If you got anything out of it, please share it on your story and tag us both in it so we can see uh, that you did like it. And send us a message. If you've got any questions, I'd love to hear about it. I've had conversations with clients a lot around who they're with, friendship-wise, relationship-wise. I've given them some advice about how to sort of deal with tough things and how, and even how to have a tough tough conversation, how to do it more elegantly because there is a bit of a skill that goes into it too. It's always intent over technique. That's the number one tip. So guys, thank you for, uh, for listening. Hopefully, you got this far to the end of it. Where can we find you, Georgia, if they wanted to check you out? Uh, so Instagram and Twitter and TikTok are all GeorgiaCarter33. Um, if you want to subscribe to my OnlyFans, I was uh, that. the I was, link. I was about to say that, but yeah. I, on my Instagram, I have a, a link tree thing, and you can from there you can go to my OnlyFans or my TikTok account. And then I'll be starting a YouTube channel soon, so then I will be posting about that. I love that. you can go. But yeah, subscribe. It's on sale. It's $7 a month. I'll be starting my OnlyFans very shortly <laughs> if you guys would like to subscribe to that. Thank you for listening, guys. Appreciate it. Catch you on the next one. And remember, if you got any value from it, share it with a friend because it might just help them out as well. See you next time.